This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretions is strongly advised. Welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans, hey! Hi, guys. We're back. And guess what? We're going to be caught up. What? I know. (laughs) It's only because there was a short week. (laughs) Don't lie to the people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I can't lie. So, how did your Friendsgiving go? Surprisingly well. A lot of people came. I lost count around 27. Um, There are people, because obviously I'm in the industry. Um, So, people came before their shifts. People came after their shifts. It was like from... I got up at 9.30 in the morning. I went to bed at like 5.30 in the morning. So it was an all-day affair. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to go to work for like two days, and I was so cranky. <laughs> but it's fine. No, it was good. No one got in any fights. No one got sick. Um, there were a couple random hookups that I was not expecting, but, you know, live and let live. All right. Live and let live. It's not a Friendsgiving until someone hooks up. Right. And my charcoot was like a hit. It was great. That's good. I had three types of salami. I had like seven types of cheesies. I had three types of olives. It was great. It was amazing. Um, The boys' birds turned out good. Everything was awesome. That's cool. I'm glad. I wish I could have been there. I know. Me too. Because, uh, yeah, I'm still cleaning up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I ain't cleaning up anything. It's boys' day. It's the boys' idea they have to clean it, too. Well, Joe wasn't feeling that great. So we stayed home, actually. And I cooked my own Thanksgiving with um, different sides than we normally would make. <laughs> well, I wanted something different because... Here, it's always cornbread dressing. We make something called potato casserole, too. It's just, like, potatoes with every cheese and sour cream and just everything thrown in and then baked. (laughs) Like, it's really good. But I just wanted something different. And since normally we would hang out with my family, but since Joe wasn't feeling good, we just wanted to just hang out here. Yeah. So it was just low key. We had some cocktails. Mm-hmm. We oh, and we built a new fire pit. So we sat around the fire pit. It was fun. Oh. Actual Thanksgiving. Um, I played Animal Crossing like all day. It was <laughs> Turkey Day. Great. Got all the things. Um, Panda was. It was a hell week, so he had daytime on-call stuff, and then he was, um, I mean, 
daytime inpatient stuff. And then he was on call at night, which he ended up having to go in. So we didn't really do anything. We ate Jack in the box. Um, I did eat a bird, though. I got a spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, well, that's good. (laughs) So, yeah. So I just want to say I don't want to make everybody sad, but I just want to say one thing. I'm not. And that's all I'm going to say about it for right now. I did tell you guys I was doing IVF. It did not go well. It didn't go as expected. That's all I'm going to say about it right now. Just wanted to let everybody know in case you were wondering, because I know that I told everybody and I'm sure some people might be wondering. Because if you're like me. Because I'm very nosy. <laughs> yeah, or they care. Sometimes people do that. Isn't being I, I do care, but I'm also nosy. Oh, most of the time I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just bored. Um, there was something else that we were gonna talk about, but honestly, I cannot think of it. Oh, my gosh. You want to know the mistake of the night, though? Okay. Not a mistake. Uh, Okay. A pleasant, weird surprise. You guys might want to try this. I don't know. A lot of people do Friendsgiving after Thanksgiving. So bring this up or maybe remember next year. Anyway, we had Thanksgiving shots. Well, I didn't do it. But, you know, because I'm a lady. But it was wild turkey cranberry like mixed I'm together sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> in the sho- I'm sorry <laughs> in the shot glass you take it and then you chase it with gravy um it- I'm sorry could you say that again wild turkey with cranberry juice we should okay take- got that shaken not stirred <laughs> shot chase it with gravy like brown gravy like turkey gravy? Yeah, we had turkey gravy. Oh, boy. That sounds like a nightmare to me. They said it was surprisingly good. You didn't try it? No, I said I'm a lady. <laughs> That's why I was laughing, because I was like, um, wait a minute. No. I know that Chelsea likes a shot. Yeah, I do like a shot. No, <laughs> I I went crazy. I went insane. Um, I got a bunch of fancy mixers from this place called Trader Joe's. It's kind of like um, organic-y whatever grocery store. And then Vons, or you guys might have Safeway, I think. I don't know. Vons, Safeway. Some, or is it Vons, yeah, Savon? I know what you're talking about. Anyways, that store. It, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, that store, they do where it's like if you buy six bottles, you get whatever off. I saved $70, but I did have to buy six bottles so I, well, anyways, I also wow. found this sparkling cranberry ginger. So oh, I was doing good. absolute pe- infused with pear. So the absolute pear mixed with cran ginger. So it was like a cran ginger mule, pear mule, whatever. I, after like three of them, I was calling it a partridge in a cranberry tree or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> And you made up your own name. Yeah. So I was drinking those. And then I also found gingerbread flavored liqueur. So we were doing um, 
absolute vanilla with the gingerbread liqueur. So it was kind of like a gingerbread white Russian. Ooh. Yeah. Very sweet drinks. Stomach didn't appreciate it the next day, but they were all very good. So if you need some holiday drink recipes, I feel they would also go with Christmas. So absolute pear, cran, ginger beer. And then absolute vanilla with gingerbread liqueur, cream liqueur. And then the wild turkey cranberry, chase it with a gra- with a gravy shot. Ooh, honestly, you're, you're welcome. Those sound so good. I'm a mixologist. I love, <laughs> I love pear. Oh, you're a mixologist. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're always coming up with something good. Yeah, I'm the best at that. I think that's what makes me a good server is people are just like, I don't know what I want. And I'm like, just give me a liquor and tell me if you want it sweet or not. And then I got you. (laughs) Most people. Yeah. Okay. Guys. If you don't watch Young and the Restless, you might not know who I'm talking about. But... Oh my gosh, I got to meet Melissa Ordway. She is so pretty. She walked in. It was so funny. She walked in and she sat down because she was on set. So she walked in, she sat down. And I and I was like, the first thing I did, I was like, oh my God, you're so pretty. I couldn't help myself because she's so pretty, like in person, you know. And I yeah. was like, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. And then she said, um, trust me, I did not look like this when I got here. Uh, <laughs> she was like, this took a whole team. <laughs> Professional. She was super duper sweet, though. So make sure you guys check it out. Um, it comes out Sunday on the Young and the Restless mini spotlight on JL- JLJ Media. Yeah, make sure you check it out because she was so sweet and she spilled some tea about what was going to happen. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So enough with the chit chat. On to the recap. November 8th through November 12th. Gobble, 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 gobble. Turkey month. So the week starts at Brooke's house and she is getting bullied. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> she is getting, I don't know what's the right word. She's getting bombarded with Hope and Deacon. Yeah. They're trying to convince her that he deserves another chance. Yeah, they're just like, bam, bam, firing all the, all the emotions. Bam, bam, bam. And he's, yeah, and he's saying all the right things. He's like, look at her. She's the best part of both of us. I just need one chance. Uh, And Hope has this big emotional speech. Like, how many second chances have we given each other? Why can't we give him one? Mm -hmm. And Hope's like, I mean, Brooke is like, oh, I don't know. And... Hope just tells her, I want my father back in my life, period. I'm a grown-up, period. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. So at Forrester, Ridge and Liam are still talking, and Ridge is saying, 
There's no way Brooke would ever open the door and let Deacon in. There's no way. I'm like, oh, crap. Jinx. Mm-hmm. Now we head to El Jardino again. Yeah. And Katie is so sorry to hear about what happened with Donna and Eric. Yeah, I don't really think Katie's helping much. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like when people are trying to help each other, they're just like rehashing it and bringing it back up and to me it's like rubbing it in I don't know if something bothers me don't bring it up every time I work around (laughs) each other and Donna's sad but she's still taking up for Eric yeah and that just shows you what a kind heart she has yeah poor Donna poor Donna and then talk turns to Carter and Katie Oh. Katie says that he's super duper hot. And then Donna starts giggling. <laughs> Donna's like, it's so true. Yeah. Speaking of Carter, he's in the office. Business, business, business. Ugh. Why won't she leave him alone? Oh, okay. So Carter's like talking to some other dude. They do business, business. He walks out. Oh, hold up. Hold up. What? This guy is James. His name's James, and he was the winner of Big Brother. For oh. any, so if anyone anybody is a fan of that show, they will know he was the Big Brother winner. Okay, congrats, dude. I heard that thing sucks. <laughs> so guess um, who comes in? Looking all fabulous. White, yeah, no, I was like, look at her in her white pantsuit, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, wide-eyed and psychotic (laughs) oh I was so mad dude because you know how you know what this made me feel like she's coming in here right you've already broken his heart you don't want to be with him leave him alone but no she comes in to remind him of their connection yeah this is so annoying this is so annoying so so annoying Mm mm-hmm like, what the heck, dude? Like, okay, she's like, hey, just so you know, like, I still can't be with you. But know that, like, you meant something to me. Don't ever feel like what we had wasn't anything. Just know that it wasn't enough, okay? Right? Like, what the balls? This is, like, the parallel of, like, when your ex just randomly likes your photo. Like, hey, I still exist. Just mm-hmm. in case you forgot. I hate that. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell? Like, what's the point? What's the point? I know you exist, bro. Okay, goodbye. Right? But yeah, no, literally she's in there just to tell him, hey, don't ever forget that what we had was special, okay? Even though I don't want to be with you and I refuse to leave my bougie life for you, just remember that you did kind of matter, though, okay? Yeah, and then I did like what he said. Because he said, I get it. Being with Eric gives you a sense of, what did he say? He said, being with Eric gives you a sense of, like, importance or whatever. It gives it gives you, like, uh, your own identity. And yeah. I, I realized you're not going to leave that for me. I was naive to think you would leave that for me. And I was like, burn. Yeah. Like, I get and it. Then, oh! Guess who's outside listening? Yeah, Katie. Through, guess what? 
a crack in the door. <laughs> we haven't had one of those in a while. I know. Do we even still have the sound effect? Just in case we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I ever told you guys. My computer fell out of my truck and broke, and it had all that. The, my other computer had all of our sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that's why I've been like, you know, practicing my skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So Katie is like, at first she's listening, and Carter is saying all the right things. So mm-hmm. yeah, because she, you know, she's testing him. <laughs> Always, forever, forever testing. I was mad because I feel like, I really feel like Quinn did this because she wants to keep Carter, like, in her back pocket. That way, if if something happens and Eric does decide to go for Donna or or something crazy, she'll still have Carter on the side. Yeah. And that makes me furious. It's a warm-up bench. She has him, you know, in the wings, waiting in the Mm -hmm. wings. Backup plan. It's ridiculous. It's disrespectful. So Katie busts in the door. <laughs> oh, Katie. And, yeah. And Quinn's like, oh, great. A Logan. Like, well, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And Katie starts to go off, but Quinn ain't having it. She starts telling her about herself like, yeah, Brooke, do you know, doing this and that. You coming over to my house with all hours of the night just to talk. Like, whatever, girl. Get out of here with your nonsense. I don't care. But Katie was getting a little sloppy because Quinn, you know, they're doing their back and forth for a hot minute. Like, maybe, maybe tip for tap, tip for tap, whatever, whatever. And then Quinn tells her, all right, if you feel so strongly about it, why don't you say it to Carter? Or is it just me? Am I the only bad one? Isn't he bad, too? Tell him about himself. And (laughs) Katie can't do it. And Katie shows her cards. Mm -hmm. And Quinn picks up on it like, Mm -hmm. oh, you want Carter. She sees it. This is going to be bad for Katie. Oh, yeah. Very bad. But it might be good in the end because, okay, if Quinn gets jealous of Katie being with Carter, so then she tries to, like, mess that up, and then Eric finds out that Quinn's trying to mess them up, and he's like, why? You're with me. Why do you give a crap who Carter's with? So then they break up, and then he gets back with Donna, and then, boom, Taylor comes back in the picture. I don't know what they're going to do with Taylor. I'm so curious about that because she always wants Ridge. And he told her last time, for the hundredth time, I'm I'm not I'm good. Like so wait, like I don't love you anymore like that. <laughs> has Taylor never been into Eric? No. Okay, my plan fell apart. Okay, so then my plan for Taylor is obviously Deacon stuff and and uh, Brooke stuff. Something's gonna happen there. So then there's gonna be crack foundation. Boom. Taylor swoops in. Well, there you go. You know what? You know what? You just gave me the best idea. Taylor is wants Ridge. Deacon wants Brooke. They're going to team up and break them up. Taylor. She, well, but Taylor's not going to team up with Sheila. I don't know. Maybe Taylor will team up with Sheila. Like, yeah, you shot me, but whatever. Well, I meant team up with Deacon. Yeah, but Deacon's teamed up with Sheila. Nah, he's not going to stay teamed up with her. I don't think he's going to. I don't know. I could be wrong, though. 
Anyways, let's get there, guys. Sorry. I, <laughs> side notes. So, side notes, side notes. Now we go to the, to the executive office, and Ridge is talking to James, the big brother winner. And then he leaves, and Liam starts talking about Brooke and Deacon again. And he's like, can you tell me what happened? And Ridge is like, honestly, it wasn't Brooke's finest hour. Having an affair with your daughter's husband is really not a great thing. Yeah, you can tell Ridge is a little... Um, he feels some kind of way about it. He feels some kind of I mean, Is he not that confident that Brooke can keep it in her pants? Or, I mean, keep it out of her pants, I guess? <laughs> well, obviously he can't. You know, when, when she feels vulnerable, things happen. Um, okay, that is true. Um, Ridge is the same way, okay? That's how he ended up in Las Vegas with Shauna. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Birds <laughs> of a feather stick together. So he's like, wait, if this was me and one of my exes, I would totally have an affair. Therefore, I'm worried. So... This, this, you're right. He has, I, I don't know why he doesn't have more confidence. You're right about that. You don't know why he doesn't have more confidence. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember when the, when he was young, he mm-hmm. was a ladies man. Well, I mean, Brooke broke him down. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh. Liam said the sweetest thing I have to say. He said, you know what? What? It had to happen because if it didn't, we wouldn't have hope. And I do not want to live in a world without hope. And I was like, oh my God, that was so sweet. And And then like, cool, cool, bro. Anyway, this, this is when I, this is when I figured out that he's jealous because he wants to be Hope's dad. Like, like I get, I, this is for real. This is where, because he said, Deacon may have helped bring Hope into this world, but that does not mean he can be in her life. And I was like, okay. He's jealous of Hope too. Not in like a dad way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're a jealous person, then it, it goes to, like, many facets of your life, you know? You're yeah. not just going to be jealous of pretty hair. You're going to be jealous of other things, too. Yeah. So they basically make a pact that they're going to keep Deacon away from hope. Oh, God. They basically sealed their fate that Deacon <laughs> is going to be a part of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a 100% now. 100. The betting odds are, like, crazy I don't know how to bet so I don't know how to talk bet but (laughs) I'm sure the odds are whatever over under yeah (laughs) right now we're gonna go to Brooks really quick okay there's one little scene where she's still talking to Deacon I feel like they were starting to break her down a little bit yeah well they did and she's listening and she I think she's scared of like I don't want my daughter to get hurt but if if I say no that's going to hurt her like they're putting me in a predicament 
And just as they're getting through to her, guess who walks in? <laughs> Hurricane Rage and Ridge. <laughs> he sees Deacon, and that's it. What's he doing here? And he starts manhandling him, pushing him out the door. Yep. And, and Brooke like, screams. Wait, wait, wait. No, she screams out, leave him alone. Yeah, she does. And she's like squinty eye daggers, like. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. See, this is the problem. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying they did break her down. But, okay, so. All right, we're not breaking it down day. Well, I mean, we're breaking it down by day, guys, but we're kind of just blending. But this is where they messed with us, okay? So Monday ends, Brooke's twitchy eye, dagger <laughs> screaming, leave him alone. <laughs> Tuesday starts, and they redid the scene. And he's throwing him out, and Brooke's just like, wait. Um, all of a sudden, she's calm. She's not being all, like, it... <sighs> I hate it when they do that. I know know what you're saying. They made it like seem way calmer than how it ended Monday. Is all I'm like, yes. So now Brooke's talking in her soft voice. Like, Rich, no, don't do that. Well, she's like yelled at him to stop because she needed to like, I got to get his attention because Hope's going to literally lose it. Yeah. And 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 she's like, wait, just wait. And then his face. Did you see the way he looked at her? Uh-huh. Like he, was, he had that like pulsy vein forehead, like Bah. Yeah, he was looking at her like, wait, what what? Am I hearing wrong? Like I know she didn't just take his side and tell me to wait. She he's like glitch in the matrix. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, he's gonna, he's gonna lose it. You broke Ridge. She broke him. Uh oh. Yeah, but he does push Deacon out. He's like, get out. Nope, not dealing with this. And he says, why is he speaking? Because Deacon tries to defend himself, and Ridge is like, why is he speaking? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ridge dang. is like, he's confused. He's like, mm, but he isn't playing. He is not playing. He's like, get out of here with that. So he kicks Deacon out and he goes. Deacon leaves, whatever. And Brooke and Hope start laying into Ridge. And Mm. Brooke starts telling Ridge, like, you need to respect Hope's feelings. And he's like, what? We, me? I thought this was an us thing. I Mm -hmm. thought this is how we all felt. What, what, why is it a me thing? This is an us thing. Mm. Now, <laughs> now we head to the design office, oh, and God. Quinn is like, "Um, I am not gonna apologize for saying the truth." Like, talk because she's talking about the Logans. She's like, oh. and Katie was like, "You know what? We wouldn't have to worry about Eric and keep defending him if you." didn't mess up all the time like you're doing it to yourself okay like uh i own a gun yes but you are handing me ammunition so who's really at fault (laughs) right and then uh carter carter was adorable he was standing there and he had like you know when guys are really uncomfortable 
Yes. He, he was doing like a, a, a like a kind of like fidgeting and then he would look at the floor and then sometimes he kind of had like a tiny smile because <laughs> they were really going at it. He's like, are they fighting over me? Little old me? And Katie went off. I was like, whoa, Katie. Because she goes, what are you even doing here? Why are you here? Have you reconsidered? Bless you. Sorry. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. She's like, have you reconsidered? Are you leaving your husband for Carter? Are you? And I was oh. like, dang. And then you're right. She started realizing, Quinn started realizing when uh-huh. Katie looked at Carter and gave him that smile. Mm. Quinn was like, uh-oh. Yeah, because Quinn's like, you're a little too passionate about this. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And she's like, oh. I see. <laughs> now we head over to um, Obsession Apartment. <laughs> Thomas' uh, apartment. Uh, and um, Everyone Kim, has new hair. Yes. Everyone so, has new hair. Yes. And we everyone. got to see uh, Little Douglas. Oh, okay, I didn't like this. I mean, I like it's, seeing Douglas, but I did not like this. Because <laughs> this makes me think that... Yeah, Douglas is a little sweetie right now, but he's definitely Thomas's son, and Thomas has already taught him things. Because he, they're doing their little family thing, like, oh, I'm so happy you're here. When we, like, are we going to live together forever? Are you my daddy's girlfriend? I'd really like you to be my daddy's girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like, isn't that what he was doing? Remember when Thomas was having him say stuff to Hope? To try to, like, brainwash Hope. And that's why I'm like, okay, is Douglas doing this on his own? Is Thomas trying to twist him again? But that's that's why I'm saying, I'm all like, did Thomas really, like, taint our little Douglas? Is he not even realizing he's a manipulator? (laughs) They're killing me. They're killing me. Because they're trying to make everything look like this is just. Oh, no, it's just coincidence. Like, this just happened. Like, oh, little kids say things. He just said that on his own. The house went, didn't go through. Uh-oh, we got to live. Like, it's all just, but do you see the parallel? All of these things he was doing to hope. Uh-huh. It's, <laughs> it's in the Thomas playbook. So I'm like, okay, guys. Is he legit or not? Because I'm thinking not. Like, I'm thinking he's he's doing this. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Uh, I think he's doing this. Because he even, little Douglas even said, are you going to move with us to our new house? It's going to have a pool. Uh, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Poor Zenday. Bye, Zenday. Come over here, Zenday. We'll we'll help you out. We'll make you feel better. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. At Brooke's house, Hope, Ridge, and Brooke continue to argue about Deacon. Oh and yeah. Hope is getting mad. And she start like, I mean. She has a point. She has her points, but she's she's getting like flustered and really upset and she's starting to say stuff maybe she don't quite mean. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's getting really... Because at first she's like, look, no one is going to tell me whether or not I can have my dad in my life. And that includes you, Ridge. And I was like, whoa. And then Ridge makes the mistake of saying something to the effect of Deacon, it would endanger her children. And that set her off. That's it. It set her off. Yeah, because she's like, you think I would hurt my kids? You think I would hurt my kids? Like, yeah, no. Yeah, mistake. He backed off real quick from that, too. And then (laughs) Brooke's, like, trying to help, but you know how she is. Yeah. She's like, Ridge, that is just worried about you. And then... She gets to the point, though, because you know how Ridge is. Ridge is like, well, he's not allowed here, blah, blah, blah. And Hope gets to the level where she says, fine, you know what? Maybe it's best if me and Liam just move out of the cabin. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's where I'm like, okay, are we a teenager? Are we an adult? We're going a little far. Yeah, because Brooke's like, uh, Ridge, I need to talk to Hope alone, please. And Ridge is like, don't do this. And then he walks out. All dramatic. (laughs) You know how Ridge is. Yeah. But, all right, everybody has a point. This was a difficult conversation because every single person has a point. I get why Ridge hates Deacon. I get why Brooke is Brooke is stuck in the middle. She doesn't want to go against her daughter, but she doesn't want to go against her husband. So that's a hard situation. Mm-hmm. And then Hope tells Brooke, I don't want to give you an ultimatum, but... But... Yeah, if you can't support me getting to know my dad... Maybe it's best we go. I was like, oh, my God. Hope is freaking blackmailing her, basically. Mm. I'll take my grandkids. I'll take my grand. No. Mm. I'll take your grandkids and go. Right. And then you'll have no control. hmm <laughs> Now we head to Sheila's hotel room, apartment, whatever you want to call it. And... She's with Deacon. Deacon shows up. And she opens the door. And he walks in and he's like, that bastard Ridge. (laughs) And she's like, hmm, didn't go that well. Right. Yeah, he rushed right back over there and she was loving it. She's like, Mm -hmm. oh, tell me more. What else happened? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was. And then she was surprised, though. When he said that at first it was going good and he actually hugged Hope, you know, like it was going good until Ridge got there. Yeah, but then Sheila, she kind of sees, she's like, oh, he likes Brooke because he starts, he's not, the way he's talking is like, yeah, he's talking about Hope, but then he starts bringing Brooke into it like, all three yeah. of them could be happy. He's like, he's like, I love both of them. And she's like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> you have the hots for Brooke. And mm. he, she's like, it ain't going to happen, bro. Like, get over it. 
Yeah, she was like, you know that's a fantasy, right? Like, you get that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but she also sees, like, oh, okay, I want Steffi out. You want Brooke now, so you want Ridge out. Mm, I know mm-hmm. how to get to you. Let his guard down. Yep. Now we head to Forrester. And Steffi's talking to James, the big brother winner guy. Mm-hmm. And he walks out. And then Paris and Steffi talk, start talking about Zenday. I can't talk today. <laughs> I think basically Steffi's being nosy like me. And she's asking how it's going with Thomas, basically. Yeah. And but it was like, I don't know. I don't know. When people talk to Paris about Thomas, it's just weird to me. Oh, well, you know what else? I just remembered. They were talking about Douglas, too. How Douglas asked if she was Thomas's girlfriend. Yeah, and I don't know why that didn't set up red flags for Steffi. She was just like, oh, he's so cute. Yeah, I know. The thing that the thing that is like, oh, is is the whole like, oh, Douglas is so cute. And it's like, oh, y'all are killing me. You're right, Chelsea. Like, does no one see the does no one remember? (laughs) Does no one remember that this is exactly how it went before? Right. Is it just me? (laughs) And you know what? Exactly what we're talking about. Across the hall, Thomas is in the other office with his shirt off. And and he's looking at a picture of Paris when Zenday walks in. And I'm Uh, like, oh, my God, Zenday, please open your eyes, buddy. (laughs) Please, buddy. (laughs) It was, like, super weird. And Zenday calls him on his crap because he's like, are you shirtless looking at a picture of my girlfriend right now? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, what are you doing all shirtless? Like, isn't she? But then it instantly goes into, isn't she amazing? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. You know what? And I know, I know that Thomas got a haircut, but why does he look more disheveled? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? What? Paris is amazing. (laughs) She's You know what else? Did you know? Did you know, though? Did you know that she could sing? She does everything perfect. 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 Mm. (laughs) The harder they fall. The harder they fall. Did you know, guys? Paris is amazing. Oh. Surprise. So, now... I I do think Zenday feels a little leery. Like, you know how you have, like, that feeling in your gut that just, you're like, mm, something's just, I don't know, should I be worried about this type of thing? Well, yeah, you should be worried. It's freaking Thomas. Like, come on. Ugh. I don't know. I know. It's ridiculous. And then Paris walks in. And she Mm. tells him how adorable Douglas is. 
<sighs> then we go back across the hall and Ridge storms into the office, ranting and raving. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, you know how Ridge is. Opens the door, slams it, and he's ranting and raving. Oh, gosh. Why would she do that? <laughs> Stephanie's like, what are you talking about, Dad? I know. Stephanie's like, whoa, wait, what? Huh? What happened? <laughs> She's like, what are we talking about? Who did what? Where? What? <laughs> like. I know. Meanwhile. Back at Hope- Brooks. Yeah. Hope is in a full rage. Mm-hmm. Just freaking out. Brooke is like, please calm down. And she's like, I will mm-hmm. not calm down. And in fact, yeah. I'm going to call him and tell him to come back over here right now. I don't need protection from my own father. And Brooke's mm-hmm. like, you could tell Brooke's like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like, Hope has never been this, like, defiant before. Yeah, she's been <laughs> very disobedient. She super, is. Super weird. Super weird. So Deacon gets the call from Hope, and he's he basically jumps out of the chair. He's all giddy. Yeah. So he goes back over there. And poor Brooke. I feel bad for Brooke. Because how, like, oh, my God. I, I could, how do you choose between your kid and your husband? Like, that's uh, hard. Yes. And Especially many parents you, choose the significant other. Right. Especially when you agree with him. Like, you know, you feel like he's right. Deacon is going to hurt her because he always does. But at the same time... You don't want to lose your daughter. Yeah. I mean, she's an adult at this point. So it's kind of, you kind of got to let her make her own decisions. Yep, you do. And she, that's what Hope told Deacon. Basically, that she believes that he changed, but she's going to, she wants to give him a chance to prove it. Like, to be her dad and see how it goes. And I know you probably are like, Chelsea, what the hell are you talking about? Because you don't talk that way when it comes to Finn. Okay, the second part of that is mm-hmm. that that only comes, that I'm only talking about Brooke and Hope. What Brooke can do when it comes to Hope. Now, what Liam has to say in the matter is different because that is her significant other. That is the person she, you know, who's, promised opinion matters you know that's part of your vows somewhere in there you know so what he has to say on it that holds a little more weight what Brooke can say about it is it's kind of out of your hands mama she's over 18 but Liam on the other hand this is where he needs to he needs to be the one to be like I'm not okay with this yeah I agree But you know what? Okay. Why can't she have a relationship with her dad? Here's the problem. Okay. Why can't Hope have a relationship with her dad over there? Like, like get to know him, have coffee with him, have dinner with him, maybe even have a babysitter, Donna. And you and Liam go out to dinner and get to know him 
that's fine. But bringing him into the family automatically without even that, I do agree with them. You, yep. you see what I mean? Like he yeah. shouldn't be around the grandkids and at the cabin and stuff yet. Like he should have to prove himself. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Not open door policy. Like, you know, he can't just fly in and be invited, you know, to the holidays and stuff like that. Like it needs to be baby steps. Like, yeah. Meet for coffee a couple times, you know, boundaries, yeah. lots of boundaries. That's I think if they that's what's irritating is if they would go about it a different way, hope would be more receptive instead of the way they are going about it is ridiculous. Right. Like you what you're crazy. You're not doing this. Da, da, da. If they would have said, well, would you at least do it like this? You know, like I think she would have been more open to like, OK, I could do that. Yeah, but I did think of a new drinking game during this episode. Uh oh. Whenever they say the words "moving forward," "move forward," oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you'll be drunk. Yeah. Okay, now we're going to head back to Forrester. Fashion, fashion, models, fashion. Yes. Bridge is doing adjustments. He's doing his job for once. <laughs> and Steffi walks in. And he's like, oh. he's he's so rich. He's like, I can't concentrate. <laughs> okay. I know. The model's like, uh, okay. <laughs> he's like, I'm done. And she's like, okay. So she leaves and Steffi's like, what is it? And he's like, I'm thinking about Hope and Deacon. Uh. Yeah. And Steffi's like, I don't know what she's thinking. She needs to think about the kids. And then guess who walks in? Justin. Dun, dun, dun. And I was like, oh, okay. I see. This Rich. actually this actually makes sense. Rich called in his henchman. Yeah, he did. And I guess every I guess everyone knows and it's all cool. Because Brooke knows, now Steffi knows. Yeah. Apparently everyone knows and everyone is fine. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Bless you. This is where I started freaking out. Okay. <coughs> because Steffi says something that I've been afraid of this whole time. Mm. She goes, um, you know what? You know what? I'm feeling unsafe. I'm really feeling unsafe sending the kids to the cabin if Deacon's going to be around. I know. The way she said it, too, was so, mm, like, I get it, girl. I get it. Like, yes. But it's just, like, the tone, the way she said it was so, mm -hmm. ugh. I know. And I was like, oh, no. See, he causes, it's not even his fault, but he causes trouble for her. Like, do you know what? Liam will lose his mind if Steffi tries to do that and say, well, you can't bring your daughter to your house. What? Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of. Liam doesn't even know what's going on, guys. Liam is away on a business trip for like an overnight business trip because Brooke pops in on 
hope in the morning to be like, okay, so you calm down, right? Yeah. You're done being crazy. She's, she's like knocks on the door. She lets her into the cabin and she's like, you can tell that's what she went there for. To say, yeah. like, oh, maybe she came to her senses. Yeah. And no, she's still fully like, nope, this is what I'm doing. This is happening. And Brooke's just like, girl. <laughs> yeah. And she does say, well, you know what? You know what? You're going to have to tell Liam. Ooh. And uh, then guess what? Liam walks in and he's like, so what did I miss? But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Brooke's just like, um, I think I'm going to leave you two alone. Well, no, actually, she was chilling there for a minute. Like, oh, Hope has something to tell you. <laughs> and Hope was the one who was like, um, OK, I think uh, we should have this conversation on our own mom yeah <laughs> yeah because she's like uh i made a decision last night and we need to talk about it alone <laughs> i was like get the hint brooke yeah so then hope tells liam okay she she explains herself and at least he doesn't freak, okay? So she's like, a lot of things happened, and I need you to hear me out. And he's like, you're freaking me out. Just say it. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like it's about Deacon. He's like, oh, God. Yeah, his face is like, oh, crap. And Liam's like, you know, he's a criminal. And people don't typically let criminals around their families. Um, excuse you. Um, I almost died. I was like, your dad is literally a criminal. I'm <laughs> like, um, okay, maybe use a different, different reason. Use a different reason. <laughs> literally just got out of jail, dude, for killing someone. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not a good example. <laughs> right? I was cracking up. And oh, hope, how we forget what we were just doing. <laughs> right? And Hope trying to explain that she really believes he's turned his life around. And then what really made me laugh is Hope kind of was like, well, your dad went to jail. You know what I mean? She was kind of really? like, um, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Because hmm. Liam was like, well, I would not let my dad anywhere near our kids if I thought he was a threat. But he isn't. He loves them. Uh. <sighs> and so this is not really resolved, per se. Uh-uh. No. Now we head to the Forrester office, the executive office, and Bridge is talking to Steffi about Deacon, and Brooke comes in. And this is where we get, like, an insight, because you know how Steffi and Ridge are. They're griping, griping, bitching about hope, and she tells them, like, I, I agree with you. I get it. I totally get it. But I cannot lose another daughter. Period. Like, oh. I will not lose another daughter because of Deacon. 
Oh. And I was like, okay, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And then they're all talking. They're like, yeah, well, you know, Liam will get through to her. Yeah, we can count on Liam. Liam will do it. I'm like, Liam? And meanwhile, it flashes back and Liam's like sad puppy dog face like, uh. Because <laughs> <laughs> Liam's like, I don't want to be like, t- I don't want to like tell you what to do. And I'm thinking, yeah, you do. You know, but I'm about to tell you what the hell to do. Yeah, and she's like, aren't we all about second chances? Look at your dad. And I was like, ooh, burn. Ooh. So I don't know. I don't feel like it really got resolved. She's like, just say Deacon can be a part of the family. See, I feel like. Just say it. But just say it. Right. I feel like she's asking too much, though. I too really much. do. I mean, it's just too much too fast. Right. If they would explain it that way. Oh, these people. And you know what? It's their own dang fault. Because when Hope was talking to Deacon at the at Forrester, she was making plans for them to just have a coffee. And then yeah. Liam came in with his craziness and forbid her to do this or that. And now look. Now everything's gone crazy. They should know better than that. You can't ever forbid somebody because that makes them want to do it. <laughs> yep. 20 times more. Well, she's like, please tell me you understand. And he's like, oh, not really. Yeah. I, and he he's like, he wants he's not being mean, though. And he and he says, are you sure this is the best thing for our family? Like, I don't know. Yeah, she's just twisting and twisting. But Liam's standing his ground. He's like, uh, I don't I just. Oh, man, everyone's going to be mad. Everybody's uh-huh. going to be mad. <laughs> And he's like, he tries to use the kids, I feel like, because he said something like, I'm concerned about the message it will send to our kids if he does something to hurt you. They're going to see you in pain. And Hope's like, so what are you saying? You're refusing to accept my decision? And then Hope's like, you know what? Let's just talk about this later, because basically it's going nowhere. Oh. Right? We're at a stalemate at this point. He's saying no, and she's saying yes. Pretty much. So at Brooke's house, up at the big house, uh, <laughs> Ridge is certain that Liam's going to take care of this. Absolutely but, certain. <laughs> yeah, but Brooke's like, I think we need a plan B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I can't. She's like, like, Liam's cool and all, but. (laughs) And then she's like, is Deacon really that bad? Oh. Oh, my God. That really sets Ridge off. Yeah. He's like, what? Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, some things need to stay in the past where they belong. Yeah. Ridge wanted to go. Excuse me. 
Ridge wanted to go and like fully rage on Hope. And Brooke was like, um, nah, I need you to chill. Um, this is, we, you know, we'll get a plan. We got this, but uh, I need you to calm down. <laughs> but Ridge started getting a little woo because Ridge was starting to say stuff like that, like Hope was being selfish. And Brooke was like, all right, wait a minute, sir. Mm hmm. Like, I know you know how to do that one thing with your with your finger, but like, I'm going to need you to calm down. Mm-hmm. Now we head to Forrester Creations again. And Steffi and Finn are in the executive office and he wants her to go to lunch with him, but she can't because she's busy uh, Thomas comes in, they're all lovey-dovey, and Thomas is, I don't even know what he's, oh, I think they have a meeting. Is that what it was? Yeah, they're supposed to have a meeting about the lines. Okay, all the that's li- what it was. Fashion, fashion, fashion. <laughs> and, um, Finn tells Steffi that he really is curious about who his birth father is. And she's like, don't worry, you know, we can figure that out. So, obviously, they're letting us know that he wants to know. Mm. So, he leaves to go to El Giardino to go to lunch. I told you guys, you give him us a cookie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, he heads out. Yeah, Thomas is telling her, like, just go, just go. And she's like, no. It's fine. We have business. Yeah, they keep tricking us, making us think she's going to go there. Yeah. So, yeah. Meanwhile, at the restaurant, Sheila and Jack decide to have a meetup, you know, because no one ever goes to El Giardino. Ever. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And they're chit-chatting. And... Well, like, thank you for keeping my secret. Yeah, basically, he wanted to tell her thank you for, you know, not ratting on him. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) Like, this is not necessary. Around her. Yeah. So, Finn, she sees Finn, and and she's like, oh, Finn's here. And And Jack's like, uh, what? Yeah, he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh. Oh, oh my god, he's like freaking out. And uh the funny thing is is he was like, Well, uh, he can't see us together. And she's like, You better go then, huh? But she's like, I ain't missing my shot. Yeah, she was like, You better go then, huh? Because I'm talking to him. Oh. And then of course, she we she she smoothly makes her way to his table. <laughs> I know. He was all like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm your mother. I miss you. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, like, this isn't creepy at all. <laughs> and then, okay, so they sit down at the table, right? And Jack is hiding and, like, leering around and looking around the corner and trying to hear what they're saying. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like... Every five seconds, she, like, looks up, and he's just, like, peeking around the the door frame. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. And uh, 
Finn says, do you, re- you regret, do you regret giving me up for adoption? And she's like, yeah, like every day. But I'm glad I did it because you had good parents, you know. And then he says, I need to know who my biological father is. Is my father Deacon? And she's like, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, excuse me, what? Yeah, that was funny. She was like, wait, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) I know. I was like, I was like, what? What? So then he's like, well, you need to tell me who my father is because I deserve to know. I want the truth. And then you see, like, Jack in the background, and he's, like, all scared looking. He's like the damn Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's all the weekend. Bye week. What's the scene of the week? Um, Scene of the week. Scene of the week. Um, oh, it was all that stuff it was just that oh this is a hard one to have us i guess i want to give it to jack for being the pink panther around the corner because everything else was just kind of like arguing but no slaps were involved so it wasn't that great (laughs) okay i agree okay week two november 15th through november 19th Gobble, 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 Turkey month. <laughs> so the week opens at Forrester Creations. And Thomas and Steffi are continuing their talk. And I think the whole point of this is that they want us to think that Steffi's going to go meet Finn at the restaurant. Yeah. They're business, business, business. Yeah. Fashion, fashion, fashion. Shipment. <laughs> and Thomas is like, girl, just go, just go. It's fine. And she's like, she's like, no, no, I don't think so. No. Yeah. And Thomas asked her, um, have they had any Sheila problems lately? And she's like, no, thank God. Right. Mm, meanwhile, don't, don't say, ouch. <laughs> right. Ow, I laughed and hit my head on the windowsill. Are you okay? I'm all right. (laughs) This show's dangerous. I know. Yeah, meanwhile, at the restaurant, Finn's sitting at the table talking to Sheila. (laughs) Yeah, he put her on the spot because he wants to know who his biological father is. And, of course, she can't tell him. No. So she's like, uh, she panics and she's like, um, I don't know who it is. It was a weird time for me. (laughs) Yeah. And then he says, wait a minute. Can you at least narrow it down? (laughs) Nope. And Jack's still popping around the corner with crazy eyes. Like, what? What? (laughs) I don't know. It's driving him crazy because he doesn't know. What they're saying. <laughs> yeah. He's freaking out. So once Finn is gone, right? Once Finn leaves, because he says, I gotta go. Jack runs over there and he, he's like, I wanna know every single word that was said. I was like, God. <laughs> right. Then Sheila puts her plan into motion because I don't care what anyone says, this is part of her plan. Oh, yeah, for sure. She tells Jack that it is very important. 
that he needs to tell Finn the truth. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he needs to tell him because it's the right thing to do. And I'm just thinking, okay. When does Sheila uh, care about what's the right thing to do? And since when do we listen to Sheila ever? Right? Never. Well, she's right. Well, and she's partly right because she's like, the truth always comes out. You know it does. Mm. Now we head to Eric's house. Yeah. And Brooke waited for Quinn to leave so that she could go in and talk to Eric. She came to confront him about what he did to Donna. Yeah. She just wanted to double check that they're all on the same page. (laughs) And you know what? Eric's like, you know, Eric says, I didn't condone it. Like, I didn't agree with it. And Brooke's like, I knew it. I knew it was Quinn. Dog with a bone. Yeah, she and she's like, you know what? This is not fair to Donna because she did not plan this big seduction. She's like, it is not her fault. She is innocent. And Eric's like, I know that. <laughs> like, who are you telling, lady? <laughs> I don't know. And then Brooke reminds him. Oh, just a friendly reminder. Yes, of course. That um, he had this epiphany, right? <laughs> He had this Woody with Donna. Okay. So maybe, just maybe, Quinn is the problem. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. She's like, Donna is the woman for you. And you need to accept it. And show Quinn the door. Oh. Oh, really? (laughs) All right, then. If that's what you say, Brooke, then I guess that's just what we need to do. Since, you know, you're an expert on relationships. Well, you know what? Everyone is suddenly having all these epiphanies, right? So we go to Forrester, and Quinn is talking to Carter. And they're Mm. discussing her situation and all of this stuff. And she finally says that she thinks this is probably her fault. She's been doing some soul-searching And she's concluded that her marriage issues are most likely her fault. Most likely. (laughs) Mm. And she says that she has a talent for self-sabotage. She always gets these good things given to her or earns these good things and then she destroys them. Yeah, that sounds like self-sabotage to me. And then she said, who wants to make love to someone you don't trust? And then this shocked me because she goes, I hate to agree with Brooke on anything, but she was right when she said I was reckless with Eric's love. And I was like, whoa, what the heck happened to Quinn? (laughs) (laughs) Now we head to Steffi's. And Finn tells her everything that happened at the restaurant, and she freaks out. Not as much as usual, but she does freak out. Yeah. But he's, like, getting to the, like, father part so she doesn't freak out as much. Because he's like, I asked her, I asked her. And you know what she said? She said she doesn't know who he is. 
And Steffi's like, at all? And he's like, yeah, I know. I asked her to narrow it down. <laughs> and he's like, I guess I'll have to take matters into my own hands. Ooh. Steffi says that she understands. And then Finn goes on this whole thing about how he had the greatest parents. I had the best dad. My dad is everything. He's so good. You can count on him. I had the best family. And I'm like, uh-oh. Which you guys know what that means. <laughs> We're waiting for it to happen with Paris. Because when you hype someone up so much, that usually means they're about to fall. Right. And then the last sentence is, my parents have never let me down, and they never will. (laughs) We'll see about that, buddy. So back at Forrester, Katie and Carter are connecting, a.k.a. flirting, and they're bonding over being second best. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Carter's like, I can't deny the connection I had with Quinn, but it was based on a lie. It was based on betrayal, and it was doomed from the start. Ooh, burn. I I wonder what Quinn would say if she heard that. I don't know. Yeah, this part was annoying because it was like they're going back and forth. No, you're great. No, you're great. No, I'm lonely. No, I'm lonely. Yeah, I like it. And they're bonding over being second best. So Carter's like, neither of us should be second best, especially you. You're like no one I've ever met. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's it. Katie is going down. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) that's all I'm going to say about that yep now we head back to Eric's and he he is at his house and Quinn walks in Mm. and she's like look I've been thinking and I realize that our problems are my fault and I want to make you happy again I want to make you smile and she's saying all this right and she's going on and on and he's make he made martinis and he's sipping his martini. He's not saying anything. He's mm. just letting her talk. And so at one point she realizes at some point that he's not even speaking to her. So she's like, Well, I guess I know how you feel. And she goes like she's leaving. Did you see how slow she was? Yeah. Walking? She's <laughs> like, I'll just you don't have to say it. I'll just go. <laughs> she's like <laughs> Walking so slow. And then you start to hear the piano play. Mm. And Eric starts singing. It had to be you. It had to be you. You know what it reminded me? I'm sorry. Every time I hear that song, I think of A League of Their Own. And Mm. I think of when Marla Hooch, when she's singing to him. I'm singing to my, what was his name? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I know what you're Howard? talking about. Was it Howard? I don't know. But she was all like, I'm singing to him. Aren't I, baby? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you. 
But it is a beautiful song because it talks about how, like, you know, how unperfect she is, but he still loves her anyways, that he doesn't want all the the perfect stuff. He wants her. And then I'm like, damn, people need to start leaving Eric alone about Quinn. <laughs> yeah, but here's something. I need to know if he caught this because I definitely caught this. He did all of that, right? Yeah. But then when they go to hug, when they hug. I did catch it. He had the saddest, unhappy look on his face. It did not match what he just did. Uh, He did not look happy whatsoever. Yeah, he did have a, like, not happy face. Not a happy face. What? Why is he doing this? I don't understand. I don't either. I really don't. I don't know. All right. Now we head to Jack and Lee's hotel room. Oh. And Jack has decided because Sheila talked him into it. And I'm like, um, why are we listening to Sheila? Oh. Uh. So, he's decided he needs to tell the truth. Oh, okay. That's that's probably a good idea. Yeah. And to say, like, Lee was shocked is, like, an understatement. He just starts talking, and he starts telling her. And just, it's just coming out. And she is like, oh, my gosh. You had, she starts putting it together. You had an affair with Sheila. And he's like, uh-huh. It mm-hmm. didn't last long. And she's like, she, the look she gave him, like, like if <laughs> she looked at him like, say that again. And I'm going to slap you in the face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Her reaction, I have mixed reactions to her reactions. Um, at first I was like, okay, she's keeping it calm, cool and collective. But at some point she's going to like freak out. Right. No, she doesn't really freak out. She does, but it's in like a very refined a way, contained way. Like she's, I guess she's not like one of those She's not like Brooke that's going to bust in there on a horse. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) But she did say, like, I don't know you, for one. Like, this is crazy. You went to bed every night and looked in my face and lied to me. Like, I think she was so shocked. Then she says... Oh, you know what? It it like it doesn't it doesn't matter about me. What about your son? Your uh-huh. son. I was like, ooh. And he's like, I'm sorry. Forgive me, please. Yeah, he wasn't really doing good with like keeping his accent either. Like his accent was coming in and out and it was like <laughs> really hard for me to focus. And then Work he's like, he did what what you uh, what, well, what we talk about, how they immediately want forgiveness. Oh, yeah. Because the immediate like, can you forgive me? And she's like, oh, no, I'm not the one. You got to see if Finn's going to forgive you. Yeah. She's like, as a matter of, you know what? You're telling him right now, as a matter of fact, let's go. <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? 
Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steffi and Finn are at their house and they're like, hmm, I'm, my dad's supposed to come over. And Steffi's like, oh, well, if it's taking them a while, you know, there's something we could do. And Finn's like, oh, yeah? Like what? And she's like, clean up more. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was funny. And they're just chit-chatting about his parents are great. And now we go to Forrester. Okay. Thomas, Hope, Paris, and Zenday. Thomas, Hope, Paris, and Zenday are working on gowns for the upcoming show. I got so excited. That means we're having a fashion show soon. Fashion, fashion, fashion. And then we find out that Hope asked Paris to do the introduction. And, of course, then they get the brilliant idea Paris, you should be a model. And she, yeah, and she's like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, she was like, mm, no. <laughs> she's like, I'm not my sister, thank you. She's like, thanks, but no thanks. But she agrees to do it, of course, because Zenday and Thomas are, you know, kissing her butt. Oh, yeah. And uh, then Zenday kisses Paris, and you can see see the jealousy on Thomas's face. He has his eyebrow all lifted and he's just watching like, huh. You can see like the steam. <laughs> yeah. And he we also, so oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. you're fine. No, you're fine. I just said he's so mad. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. They're all excited about the show. And we find out that the showstopper is a surprise. And I was like, okay, clue. That's a clue, Chelsea. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, okay. And then Quinn shows up, and she's like, are you ready for our meeting? And I'm like, "Mm, okay, why are these two having a meeting? So Zenday leaves to go have his meeting. And Thomas admits to Hope and Paris that he's envious of Zenday because he has Paris. And I'm like, red flag, red flag, like, did they just, I guess everybody forgot who Thomas is. Apparently. Cool. cool. Awesome. And, okay, let me just say, across the hall, Zenday is having his meeting with Quinn. He's asking Quinn to make him an engagement ring for Paris. And Quinn is shocked. And so am I. I was like, no, no, little adorable Zenday. No, it's too soon. Yeah, it was kind of weird because Quinn walks in and she's like, "Okay, we can talk now. Hi, everyone. And they're just like, oh, what what is going on? Why are you talking to Quinn? Because, you know, no one's allowed to talk to Quinn. So, like, what are you doing today? That's the enemy. And so everyone was kind of like, hmm. And then he was like, okay, got to go, guys, and walked out. (sighs) And so then, like, Paris seemed to get a little nervous. Mm -hmm. She was like, well, why would he be talking to Quinn? And then they were like, well, maybe maybe it's about the showstopper, because that is a surprise. And I was like, okay, we get it. The showstopper is a surprise. I already know what it is. Do you want me to tell you, or do you want me to keep it a surprise? (laughs) (laughs) I already know what it is, guys. Come on. Could it be a dress? (laughs) (laughs) Could it be a wedding dress? An engagement-type wedding dress? Come on, people. 
<laughs> I don't know. All right. Back across the hall, Thomas is now alone with Paris. And in my opinion, he was flirting. Because he's like, what you doing tonight? You want me to get some takeout? You want to have dinner together? And she even looked uncomfortable. She's like, um, well, I don't know if, like, Zenday has plans for us, so... No. Yeah, she looked uncomfortable. She was like, oh, well, I might have plans with Zenday. I'm like, okay. My <laughs> boyfriend. Yeah. Then Carter walks in, and he... I feel like he catches a vibe. Yeah, he definitely does, because he's all like, uh, am I interrupting something? Yeah. And they're like, no. Okay. <laughs> Well, he knows that Thomas is trash, so he's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, meanwhile, okay, while all this is going on, Hope has Hope came into the other office. So, across the hall, Zenday is talking to Hope about how wonderful Paris is and how he cannot live his life without her. Oh. And you know how Hope is. Hope is like, what? Oh, are you gonna ask her to move in with you? <laughs> She's all nosy. You know, I can't. You know what? I don't even blame her because I'd be the same way. <laughs> She's like, "Are you gonna have babies?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Um, I, you know me. I would be like, hey Zen, hey Zenday, mm-hmm. hey." I'd be like, "Hey bud, what was your meeting with Quinn about? <laughs> Is there anything I need to know?" Are you okay? Anything at all? Is she being mean to you? Just tell me. Any problems? <laughs> okay. Now we head back to Steffi's. Lee and Jack finally arrive there. And they oh. take forever to get to the point, Chelsea. Uh. It just, it takes forever. Because he goes through this whole speech... Of how he's so lucky to be Finn's dad. He loves Lee and Finn so much. And, like, they're going on and on and on, right? And then they're like, you know what? We know who your dad is. And he's like, excuse me? Yeah, he gave, like, such a mushy speech. I was like, oh, my God, Finn, shut up. Yeah. Because Finn's all worried. Finn's worried that Jack's going to be jealous because he was like, my mom took it so well, the Sheila thing. But I don't know, like, my dad might be different. Like, what if he thinks I'm trying to replace him? So he was laying it on extra thick about, like, family and I'll always love you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Lee is like, look, we we know who your dad is. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's, like, freaking out. He's, like, do you have a, a photo or something? And and she's, like, oh, we could do better than that. Can't we, Jack? Dude, through this whole thing, Steffi's face was, like, cracking me up. Because she's just in the background, like, mm, huh? Mm, mm, yeah, I know. All wide-eyed, know. like a little <laughs> lemur cat. Her like, facial what? expressions were great. She's, like, uh, it, like, almost like a robot. Like, I should make a sad face now. Sad. Surprise face. Surprise. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I no. I like Lee the w- way he said it, though. Okay, so he goes. Oh, ugh, ugh. He, yeah, the way he said it made me mad. Because he's like, we could do better than that. Right, Jack? And then he's like, okay, okay. I'm not. All right. He's like, yeah, we can. You're looking at him. Yeah, he did. That's how he said it. I was like, what the? 
Yeah, that was a terrible way to say it. And then he's like, I'm not only your father because I adopted you, but genetically too. And I'm like, dude, you are not breaking this to him well. Like, at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Steffi goes, oh my god, uh, you and Sheila? (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Like, it's like, what? I know, I loved it. (laughs) And then, so Jack starts telling them. Like, he gives them kind of like the rundown. Like, I had an affair with her, and then she turned up pregnant, and I didn't know she was crazy, and da 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 and I didn't find out till later, and oh god, I was scared of losing everything. I didn't want to lose Lee, and oh, all these, Finn, ex- it sounds like excuse after excuse, and Finn is going nuts, like he's getting mad. Well, because it is excuses. I mean, he says it himself, he says, like, it was the it was the best thing for me. Yeah. And like. He kept saying for them. But Finn was really not having it. For himself. Finn was not having it. He freaked mm-hmm. the hell out. And then his mom says. Finn. I had no idea. I just found out. That I was raising my husband's love child. Like I yeah. swear to you. I did not know. She, yeah, she's like, uh, don't put this on me, okay? <laughs> Nothing to do with it. Nothing to see here, people. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's not me, it's him. Be mad at him. He did it. Then Finn gets mad, and he's, like, yelling at his dad, and he's like, "What? you lied to me my entire life? Oh, I mean, he was like, how could you do this? I mean, technically, if you want to get technical, yes. <laughs> right? I felt so bad for him because he was like really losing it. Yeah, he was like shaking. Mm hmm. So back at Forrester, Zenday walks into the office and Carter tells him he thinks Paris is having dinner with Thomas. And that he needs to be careful. Yes. And this I thought was funny because he was like, look, I'm going to give you some friendly advice. Keep your eyes open. (laughs) Because even though you trust Thomas, you never know. Look what happened with Zoe. I had no idea about you and Zoe. I was like, oh, my God, burn. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he said it, too. He was like, it's water under the bridge with us, right? And Zenday's like, uh, yeah, don't beat my ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, he's like, look, you just may never know. I would have never thought you and Zoe. I thought he was going to say, I would have never thought, you know, like, I banged the boss's wife. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. anything could happen. Well, you never know, dude. That would have been funny if he said that. I really wanted him to say that. <laughs> right? Like, okay. I baby lost his wife. Like, come on. That would have been hilarious, actually. <laughs> that would have been seen in the week for sure. I know. But okay. he also tells, like, I think Carter, okay, because, okay, guys, tell us what you think. Because we're both, you know, suspicious as hell. 
And Carter's being very nice to Paris. Like he told her, he was like, look, I can tell you, you seem uncomfortable. You know, if Thomas does anything, you tell me like, if you just want to talk, like you could always talk to me. And we want to assume that he's just, you know, being nice and looking out for her or whatever. And it's not anything besides that, but because, you know, he's going to fall in love with Katie. So that's what we want to happen. But like, do you guys think something might happen with Paris and Carter? Oh my gosh. I was freaking out. I was freaking but, out. I but, feel like I picked up on a vibe between them. Okay, and he gave I, her that look. I was giving oh. people that look, dude. It's dangerous. Stop doing it. I know. It. I know. I know. But I feel like it's a friend thing because as soon as Zende got there, Carter was like, look, what's going like a keep an eye out for Thomas. Also, just to let you know, I did talk to her. I told her that if she ever needs to talk to anybody that I would be there for her. I'm letting you know that I told her that. Right. All right. Yeah. He's like, I'm up front, dude. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I think it's not a bad thing. Okay. Let's hope not. Because if it was, a, if he did have ill intentions, he wouldn't be letting Zende know how close he's getting, you know? Yeah, true. Unless you're super, super psycho, where you're like, yeah, think that I'm the friend. But I don't think so. I think he's going to get with Katie. Yeah, I hope so. Well, I don't know, because I don't want him to die. Because everyone knows Bill's going to kill him. So that's that's not good. No. Okay, here, the next part, guys, the next part. Oh, my God. You know what? The whole time I was like, Thomas, why? Okay, we're going to head to Thomas's apartment. Thomas is slash. Okay, okay. If you guys suffer, if you suffer from, like, sympathetic embarrassment, like, you might want to zone out for a minute because, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So we're at that we are we're at their apartment, okay? Mm. Here's the problem. Right before she gets there, Thomas has this whole romantic dinner, like whole thing set up with the candles and the food, and it was like, uh, what are you doing? Right? So she comes in and you can tell she's immediately uncomfortable because she says. Uh, uh, I told you I might have plans with Zende. And he was, and like, I was oh, like, yeah, uh, it's fine. I'll, I'll clean it up. I'll put it away. And she's like, no. Oh, excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry. I drank a Thai tea with Boba <laughs> and it is like fighting back. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, so sorry. Uh, she a had a green ch- tea chai latte. Yes, it was very pretty. But, um, yeah, mine is, for some reason, fighting me. Um, excuse me. Anyway, um, see, it wiped my brain. Well, I was, okay. I was like, read the room, Thomas, read the room. Because oh, instead yeah. of stopping, right, because you, you said he's like, okay, I could clean it all up. So instead of doing that, he doubles down. Because she's like, well, I guess it's all right since you already got the stuff, you know? And, and then he, he... Yeah. Ugh. Go ahead. No, it's just, he was like, okay, well, I wanted everything to be great and awesome and da-da-da, and I don't want you to think that I cooked because I didn't cook. And she was like, <laughs> well, you said we would get noodles from the noodle place. So, like, 
why would it not be the noodles? And he was like, oh, okay, I'm just making sure you're cool with it. And she's like, okay. And then he, she was like, he says something about like noticing things that she likes. And she's like, you notice what I like? And he goes, yeah, I notice a lot of things, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, okay, it's confirmed, sealed and confirmed, notarized, stamped, everything. He is into me. Okay, hold on. So she yeah. does do the right thing. And it's like, okay, well, one thing that I noticed is, um, yeah, I think you're into me, dude. And uh, I have a boyfriend. Boyfriend, yeah. I have one. And at yeah. first, Thomas is being like, oh, <laughs> that's not what I, <laughs> actually, yeah, it's it's what I meant, girl. I'm sorry, I got to shoot my shot. Like, if there's any chance in a, in a penguin's booty hole in hell, please. I don't, that didn't even make sense, a penguin's booty hole. I don't know, <laughs> something about ice, ice melting. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he's like, if I have a chance in hell, please. Ice cubes chance in hell. That's what it is. Anyway, please, girl, let's do uh, this. Yeah. And now she I was like, uh, what? <laughs> right? I was just like, read the room, dude. Read the room. Because instead of backing off, he doubles down. And he, yeah, he, I was like, what are you doing now? Because she told him, like, up front, uh, I'm with Zenday. Right. And he keeps yeah. going. He's like, you know what? You know what? I need to confess something. I'm falling for you. And I'm like, stop. Abort. Abort. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I think I went a little ahead. But that's what's happening. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's exactly. I'm just filling in gaps where because she at the end, she's like. Um. You know what? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. I just want to be friends. And he's like, I want to be more than friends. I want to be much, much, much more. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, stop. Just yeah. stop. <laughs> so, at Steffi's, Finn is like. I mean, it's just Finn still twitching mad. <laughs> okay freaking out he's like sickened by what his dad did and jack is basically begging him please please and he does exactly what we just said come on son please say you forgive me dude he just found out i know like, literally five seconds ago literally and then they're both crying and twitching yeah, and that's how the weekends. Woo! Yep, that's that. So, what's the scene of the week? Oh, I think. Can I tell you what I think? Yes. There's a lot of good stuff that week, but I like the scene where Finn loses it, loses it on his dad, makes him cry, and all that. Because we we don't really we've never really seen that side of Finn before. Yeah, and it was just so, like, just a second ago, you were praising him. You're the best dad ever. Nothing will ever come between us. And then he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll give it to Finn and his twitching. <laughs> November 22nd through November 24th. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yay. We made it. Okay, you ready? Yep. 
All right. The week opens at Steffi's. Yeah. Jack and, is still fessing up. <laughs> yeah. And then and Finn is going off. You're a liar. I thought you were a decent person. How can you live with yourself? How could you do that to mom? Mm. And, I mean, he was going off. He's like, you blew up our family. And then Jack tries to say, well, you're my world. I love you. I'm sorry. And he's like, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. He's not having it. He is not having it. Mm. Now we head to Forrester. <sighs> Carter and Zenday are talking. Hey, guess what? Paris is great. Yeah, she's the best thing ever. They're looking at headshots of her. Yeah. And Carter's like, hey, you know her the best. Which picture would be great to use for this pamphlet? And Zenday walks over and he was like, what is it for exactly? And he's like, for charity, bro. <laughs> and he was like, oh, then this one, because she's regal, yet amazing. The light hits her perfectly <laughs> on her arched cheekbones, like, just goes all the way off, whatever. No, he was like, it makes her look smart, like, I would want her to run my stuff, blah, 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 whatever. And Carter's, and Carter's like, 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 bad, dude. Dang. <laughs> okay. Could have just said this one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, you got it bad. Wow. Yeah, he's head over heels. Mm-hmm. And then Carter's like, I don't have any prospects. I don't have any dates. I don't have any. And I'm like, mm, okay, w really? I thought Katie was in the mix. Mm, that is an official. All right. So now we head to Thomas's apartment where poor Paris is feeling uncomfortable. Now, don't get me wrong. She is flattered. Okay, and she tells him, like, you're a handsome guy, like, you're a catch. Don't get me wrong. If I was single, you know, it might be different, but I'm not. Yeah, Thomas is like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, I just had to make sure that if there was any chance, like, that you were going to, like, I just had to go for it. And um, you said no. Um, you are my cousin's <laughs> girlfriend. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't give a crap that you're his girlfriend. Like, are you sure you're sure? You sure you're sure you're sure? Oh, okay. Then I'm going to move out. And she's like, what? Because he was like doing that thing, you know, where it was like, he wanted her to be like, no, Thomas, don't go. But she was kind of like, uh, are you sure? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with it. Guys hit on me all the time and I won't hold it against you. It's fine. And he's just like, no, I think I'm going to go stay at a hotel. It'll keep me motivated. And also, I don't want you to catch me, you know, going through your underwear drawer. So, <laughs> I mean, guys, he is the guy that made out with the mannequin. Come on. <laughs> right. He was doing that, though. I agree. He was going back and forth like one minute. He's like, no, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course, you're with Zendaya. But then the next minute, he's like, are you sure, though? You know, because I don't positive? mind. I totally don't mind that you're with my cousin. Mm -hmm. Totally don't care. So we go back to Steffi's and Finn is still flipping out. And he, he's like taking up for his mom and he's going off because Jack keeps making excuses. 
He just I mean, keeps making excuses. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, anything he's going to say is an excuse because, I mean, it's already done. <laughs> so it, Yeah, and Finn says, look, the way I feel right now, I don't know if I ever want to see you again. Wow. And Finn demands that Jack needs to respect everyone's wishes. And it was crazy because Finn was really going off. And he basically kicks him out. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to raise my kids with honesty and not secrets and not lies with the truth. And he's like, you know what? You know what? Get out. I know. And he was like, yeah, maybe we should go. And Lee's like, you ain't coming back to my place, bro. Figure it out. (laughs) He was like, Lee. And she was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, uh uh-uh. And he was bawling, crying. That actor's good. Uh, He did well. I'm sorry. I I don't know. I don't know. I just, Lee's performance wasn't stellar to me. I'm going to just say it. I'm going to say not everybody reacts the same. I think we're so used to uh, the Logans immediately crying (laughs) and having, like, big reactions. This, maybe she just doesn't react like that. You know what I mean? She's like a doctor. She's more reserved. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see tears. I didn't see tears. I didn't see tears from Finn either. And I was like, you need to work on that, sir, because there's a scene. I think it's like the end of the week, probably whatever. Sorry, guys. But he's like shaky face and like he should be crying and he's not. He's just shaky facing. And I'm like, okay, you need to learn to cry, sir. (laughs) And then Lee's not emotional reaction which yes in normal people not everyone reacts the same i get that but like this is a soap opera so you're expected to feel you gotta you gotta play it up for the crowd guys (laughs) like so i don't know to me this could have been a you know a lot this could have been in a very emotional scene like let's just compare it to the scene that was going on with hope and deacon the emotions that were there compared to the emotions in the in this conversation, it's you. Mm, mm. Okay, I don't disagree. And if maybe if it was a standalone emotional scene, maybe I thought it would have been fine. But if we have these emotions going on over here with Hope and Deacon, and then we go over next door and we're seeing the way Finn and his family are, like it, they the two. Mm 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 mm. Sorry. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I did expect some tears. At least tears. The single, the single tear down the cheek. Something. So basically, they have a conversation about how he feels bad for her. And she just says, look, don't worry about me. I'm going to go back to my hotel room. I want to be alone. Don't worry. He's not going to show up. I know how he is. I am worried about you. Okay? Just worry about you. I'm good. And I'm like, okay, that's how moms usually are. Because they don't want you to worry about them. True. 
Well, unless you have my mom. Jeez Louise. Oh, hmm. this is not good, okay? I'm telling you right now. Everybody, time stamp. This is not good. So we had the Sheila's um, hotel room. Yeah. And guess who shows up? Um, I think it was John Travolta. Mm-hmm. No, it was Jack. <gasps> what? Why? 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 Number one, if somebody sees you going there, not a good look. Number two, your wife will flip. What are you doing? Being dumb. Why would you do that? You don't go. After you just told your wife you cheated on her, you don't go to your mistress's house. Oh, my God. This dude is not smart. No. And then Sheila's, like, being so creepy. Mm -hmm. She she was, like, it reminded me of, like, the first 48 when, like, they finally, when they crack, when they make the guy crack and finally, like, confess, you know, and he just starts, she's like, I need you to tell me everything. What did you exactly say? Like, ugh. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. And he was like, I did what you said. You said I should tell him. And she was like, oh, you're fucked now, buddy. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, this is when I realized, oh, my God, this this was part of her plan. Because she says to him, the most important, quit crying. Number one, the most important thing is our son. Number two, now you know how I feel to be to be shunned and not be able to to see your son. And I was like, oh, my God, this was her plan. Because she's like, now we're going to team up. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. Mm, Jack. Oh, my God, this was her plan. You dummy. You messed it all up, Jack. You messed it all up. He's not smart because he goes, you're scheming again. And I'm like, dude, you are the, you're literally the scheme. Like you're literally in the scheme as we speak. <laughs> yeah. Like what else, what did you think she was doing this whole time? <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It, this is going to be bad. This is why Steffi the way, is the way she is and is like, don't underestimate Sheila. <laughs> okay. They all underestimate Sheila, which they shouldn't do. Right? <laughs> yep. I mean, come on. Now we had to Forrester. Here's a, this is a small scene where, again, I feel like Carter and Paris have this weird thing. I don't know. So Paris tells Carter what happened. And she says, I was uncomfortable. I mean, I was flattered. Okay, I'm not going to lie. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not into it. Like, I'm with Zenday. And and Carter goes, wow, if Zenday had any idea, dude. And she's like, that's why you're not going to say anything. And I'm like, did we not learn our lesson from what happened with Zoe and Zenday? Did we not learn our lesson? She was literally the whistleblower, pretty much. Like, come on. This is a bad idea. Do not keep this from him. No. No. But, I mean, course, he needs that's to... what they're going to do. Yeah. 
which I'm like, no, he needs to know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it would damage his relationship with Thomas. It would mess up their work relationship. It would mess up the line. It would mess up everything. And Carter's yeah. like, you're not wrong. He's like, you are right. Yeah, you're right. But, like, obviously, Thomas doesn't care. So it's not your burden to bear is basically what I'm saying. Like Thomas should, I don't know. I think she should tell him. Um, But I don't think she should be feeling as bad as she does about it. Cause she didn't do anything wrong except for put them in that situation by telling him it won't be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you. She didn't do anything wrong. She is going to do something wrong. Like right now at this moment, when she's deciding he doesn't he he doesn't need to know now you are doing something wrong. Yes. And then there's this weird part that I don't know they usually don't do things for no reason. There's this weird part where they start talking about her financial situation and investing and how Carter can be her financial wizard and it was weird. Uh, I'm hoping it was just like filler because, yeah, it was kind of weird. It was weird. And then she's like some lucky lady is is definitely going to catch your eye or some uh, you're going to catch the eye of some smart, lucky lady. And I'm like, this is just weird. I don't like it. Yeah. I'm hoping it's innocent. Yeah. So. At Back at Steffi's, Finn is just talking about how he can't believe what just happened. He's totally freaking out. And Steffi's like, I know it's only been like two seconds, but how do you feel about your father not being some strange faceless guy? And I'm like, it's a little soon. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like he hasn't even had time to think yet. He basically says, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. He's like, yeah, it's wild, babe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. He's like, my whole world has just shifted under my feet, and I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, all of this is crazy. Yeah, I think this is what I'm talking about. Like, he should have been crying. Yeah, and then, yeah, you're right. But not all guys cry, but I do agree with you. But he was doing the shaky face. Yeah, true. And then, of course, Steffi's like, you can count on me always. Mm. And then they kiss. It's okay, guys. Now it's the next day and it's Thanksgiving. So we're at Brooke's house. Steffi and Finn are there. Brooke and Ridge and Hope and Liam. And they're just all happy because it's Thanksgiving and Hope made some kind of gross dish that everybody's laughing about. Oh, by the way, Amelia's upstairs with the kids. (laughs) Yeah. Amelia works holidays. Yeah. And notice they're at Brooke and Ridge's house. They're not at the Foresters. Right. They're not at Eric's. I noticed that. So now we head to Sheila's hotel room and guess who you okay sorry (laughs) all right guess who she's spending thanksgiving with 
Um, Nicholas Cage. No. I was shocked because I thought she was going to be spending it with Finn's dad, Jack. <laughs> right? <laughs> I did. But she's actually spending it with Deacon. Mm. And he's like, I'm not even supposed to be associating with you. Now I'm spending the dang holiday with you. <laughs> and she was <laughs> laughing at him because she's like, you really thought that Brooke and Rich were going to invite you? Come on. Yeah, and then it goes into, like, this dream sequence mm-hmm. of, like, like Deacon walking dreaming. Oh. Yeah, dreaming about being at Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, he goes in, and everyone's happy to see him, and it was, they're like, hi, and, like, it was so weird, and then right after that, Sheila has her own dream sequence of her walking in, and Brooke being like, Sheila, what are you doing here? And her being like, <gasps> and then her going, without the sweet potatoes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, I, I was, was like, what is going on? And yeah, when Deacon did his, it was like, Ridge was like, hey, buddy. Like, I was yeah. like, oh my it God. Was like, you can sit at the head of the table. He's like, you oh, earned wow. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When hell freezes over, Ridge would say that. Right. Oh my These two are so funny, though. I like them together because they're funny. Yeah. And then oh, Ridge goes oh. into. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say Zenday in Paris and Carter also arrive. I forgot to say they were there. Oh, yeah. They show up and Carter walks in and everyone's like, hey, and Rich looks at him and gives him squinty eyes. And he's like, this is okay, right? And he's like, well, I invited you. So, yeah. And then Carter was like, here with like, I'm assuming an expensive bottle of whiskey. And he was like, peace offering. And Rich is like, we'll see how good it is. Then I'll decide. Rich was like, let me taste it first. Yeah. And then everybody's super happy. Hope's got a little bit of an attitude. Have you noticed that? Yeah, because they were like, oh, we're so glad everyone's here. Do, do, do. And Hope's like, well, not everyone. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's here. Mm-hmm. And Rich is like, <laughs> Like, she, honestly, she's starting to remind me of, like, a teenager having a temper tantrum a little bit. She is. She's rebelling against Brooke and Ridge. She is. Yeah, with the little comments. That's what I'm saying. The worst thing they could have done was forbid her to have anything to do with him. Like, that's the worst thing you can do. True. (laughs) True, true. And they're just all having fun, really. Like, the, the kids made hats for everybody. Little turkey hats. That was cute. And we thought we were going to escape and not have, like, a super mushy holiday. You know, we're not at the Forester Estate. They're not going to surround the piano and start singing. <laughs> but uh, Ridge takes the opportunity to give a speech and give us a little recap of, of the year. I was like, <laughs> dang, Ridge, you're hired. But I was just like, dang, is this a roast, a recap, a praise? What is happening right now? 
I know, right? He was bringing up the good, the bad, the ugly. He was. He was bringing it all up. Liam, you should be the most thankful considering you did get out of jail. Yeah. I was like, dang. (laughs) Yeah, and he tried to smooth it over with Hope by being like, and, you know, we understand that Hope is missing someone. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was. It was and then he does the best where he goes, what am I talking about? I'm the most thankful. And then he does a whole mushy moment with Brooke, which was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was He's adorbs. Like, I'm the most lucky. And then they kiss. And then Brooke has to make a toast. How everyone needs to be kind. Uh. <laughs> and Ridge is like, I'm starving. Here's what I didn't get, okay? Why are they in a mansion and they're eating in the living room on the living room furniture? Nobody's even got a damn toaster. It's because Brooke's house, Brooke's house set does not have a dining room. <laughs> I know. They could have at least moved it out and put a table like they do at Eric's. It's living room and it's her bedroom. That's the only rooms in that house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I was like, what are we doing? Why, why, why do we not have a table? Yeah, I thought that was funny. Ugh. Yeah, but it wasn't super mush. We, we, we were spared a little bit on that. Yeah, because they're just having fun, laughing, joking, eating. It was good. It was a good episode. It wasn't too mushy, like you say. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes these holiday episodes, man. I know. <sighs> and this is, that's it, guys. We're caught up! Yay! Because Thursday is a rerun. Woo! Right? Yes. So we're all caught up. Yep. Thursday, Friday's reruns. So the scene of this week, I mean, it was a short week. Um, hmm. Did you like the Thanksgiving or did you like um, the Deacon and Sheila? <laughs> Fairy tale. I mean, I was thinking like Carter's awkward. Here's a bottle. Please don't hit me over the head with it. Oh, that was good, too. Yeah, that was good. But I don't know. I guess, yeah, Sheila and Deacon's daydreams of. What will never be. <laughs> like, I know. They were funny too. I was like, okay, that's a little much. <laughs> but all right, guys, you know what's happening. It's yep. technically Chelsea Black Friday. Go. Yeah, it's Black Friday. So parking's going to be ridiculous. And, and her work's probably going to be busy too. So we hope so. We hope so. Cause we've yeah, already week... went over like 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. Oh, I just want to say, I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Um, remember it's not about who's not there and what you don't have. It's about the other stuff. <laughs> it's about what you do have. Yeah. And thinking that it's cool. So, you know what, if you went to Dollar Tree and got mashed potatoes, or if you went to, you know, sprouts and got organic fancy potatoes it doesn't matter as long as you know your heart's in the right place so everyone have a great holiday we'll see you well you'll hear us soon
Happy Thanksgiving. Until next time. Bye, guys.